bet you, I bet you, you don't want none. Good day. It's the best day of the week. Great day to be alive. Great day to get better. I'm K.O. Frierson and welcome to another episode of We Are More Than the Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a special one. Uh, this is one that I've been um, pinning down a lot <laughs> over the past year. But, you know, no time like the present. I don't I'm not one that believed that things happen by mistake. So this was the perfect timing for it. I've got a superstar with me <laughs> that I'm a huge fan of, uh, definitely on her way to, I don't know, doing whatever it is that that you want to do at this at this juncture of life. Mm-hmm. She's actor, comedian. She's a civil rights activist. Hold up. <laughs> Are you a civil rights activist? I mean, now I'm able to actually be an activist because I just got my citizenship uh, before there was a lot of fear of being kicked out. My husband is a civil rights lawyer. So, yeah, Uh, yeah. I'm in that uh, world. And and I was throwing that out there. But look how things connect, though. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's huge. Uh, She's up for a Nobel Peace Prize. Mm -hmm. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's true, but we're going to go with that. (laughs) Also, but um. We have Mrs. Aishat. <laughs> now everyone's going to be like, what did he just say? What did that man just say? Yeah. yeah. My 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 legal name is Aishat, everybody who's listening. Right. And I go by Aisha. But yes, yeah. <laughs> you got to watch my comedy to be like right. on, in the know right. of this. <laughs> right. Um, and if you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. Um, which is the, the title of this one is All the Parts with... Aisha Alpha, uh, welcome to the, welcome to my platform. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. I love it. I'm so happy. Like we said, we were looking past in the emails. We've been working on getting this date secured for a year. So yeah, this is going to, this better be good, right? Like we better have a lot to say that's good after yeah, all yeah. this time. <laughs> so, I mean, let's, let's jump into it. Let, let everyone know who you are um, and, yeah. and what you do. So um, I'm a comedian, an actor, a writer, and a host. Okay. And I was born in Nigeria. I grew up in Canada. I lived in Korea for a while and in France for a while. And now I make my home here in sunny Los Angeles, California, United States of America. Just recently became a citizen. So I'm like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I now can do all I can do jury duty Woo-hoo, the thing oh. everyone wants <laughs> but um yeah I'm a mom of two I'm married I'm mixed race um my favorite number is pie what, uh, what else I hate I hate bananas yeah okay some random facts okay. about me she hates bananas <laughs> her favorite number is pie I'm mm-hmm. a huge fan of the number pie because it's uh I mean it's prime for all intents and purposes there's no mm-hmm. so I'm a and major. it's just Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. My dad's like an engineer, but he's like a mathematician. Mm-hmm. And so numbers have been a part of my life. And, you know, they're still calculating pi to this day, which is yeah. just oh, so cool. I think that's yeah. awesome. I think yeah. that's awesome. That's cool. <laughs> and now I know you said that you're mixed race and mm-hmm. now you're an American citizen. So uh, mm-hmm. to piggyback off a joke of yours, 
<laughs> I know. I it's true. Like it's so funny how like identity is and the way I look when I'm here, everyone's like, Oh, you're black. Like that's I, you're part of this group and this right. club. I like to say like in my comedy, I became black. It's the best club to be in. If you can join most white people cannot join, but Aww. everybody who, you know, um, but it's like, it's, when I first came here too, it was really fascinating to me because people do see me. They're like, you're black with a capital B, you know, the culture, you know, the history, you know, everything. Right. But I hadn't grown up like that. So people like my agents and managers wanted to submit me for writing gigs for shows that are quote unquote, like black shows. Uh-huh. That was a lot of like black culture and stuff. And I felt like such an imposter because I was like, I kind of know some of the stuff, but like I have to do research to like understand some of the things about black culture and like growing up here because I didn't live it. Like now it's a little different because I've been here for a bit, but like right. when I first came, I was like, am I taking away? Like, am I being a white person trying to take like a job? <laughs> like, is it, is it like that, but on a lower, like a lesser scale? I just felt like an imposter. And it was very interesting to see how, my identity did shift just based on nothing other than people's perception of me. Okay. It did take it. It changed a little bit when I moved here, which was I, something I had not expected. Okay. Well, you know, I feel like I'm an imposter in a lot of rooms now myself. Uh, yeah. I'm, You're a I'm, what? I feel like I'm an imposter in a lot of rooms. Oh, myself. imposter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's because um, I get the well-spoken thing all the time mm. or mm. from the black community i get the oh he talks white damn yeah <laughs> unless you're around me and i'm cutting up with my friends and as you yeah. can tell by my accent i am from the south south Carolina, <laughs> born and raised but like i i get that a lot and you know my my kids try to keep me up on game as far as the lingo what's going on <laughs> i'm glad that i can dance because if i couldn't i would know nothing at all yeah. of what's going on. <laughs> Yeah, I know it's it's tough sled. It's tough sled. Yeah, yeah. My daughter says that I'm whitewashed all the time. All the time. You know, here's the thing. It's very. It's. I think also because I have a different perspective because I am part white. Right. So when people are, I mean, I'm like, I legit like half of me is white. The same amount that's white is black. The same amount that's black is white. So, um, it it feels. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm just gonna say it's broad strokes. It feels like the black the black side, the cooler side, right? Like no one wants to be claiming the white side if you're mixed most of the time. But then you feel this, like no one who's white thinks of me as white, but a lot of people who are black, especially because I didn't grow up here and stuff, but it's like, I feel some, like, like I'm not, right? Like I'm whitewashed or I grew up with just my mom and her sister who are both white for a while when my dad was finishing school in like a white area that wasn't like rich white, but it was just like, Ukrainian immigrants where I grew up. You know what I mean? Like right. there was no one who looked like me and stuff. So then now people are like, oh, you white. And I'm like, but like legit, I kind of am. Yeah. <laughs> like white people are like, you're black. I'm like, I know, I kind of am. Like it's like, which way? <laughs> I never really feel. The only place I've ever felt like I really like was like, ah, oh, I found my people was when I spent time in South Africa. Okay. Because they have a whole like culture and community that is mixed race. Uh-huh. And so I was like, ah, oh, Oh, here we are. Here's the people who look like me. There's a culture, there's whatever. But yeah, but you know, they all laughed at me there because they're like, the joke is that's sort of like the redneck people. <laughs> they were like, you, you don't want to be that. And I was like, but that's who I am. Like, that's what I look like. So, you know, everywhere I go, it's a different, it's a different feel. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So let me ask you this. What, what started you in comedy? I've, I don't know if you've ever Googled yourself. Have you Googled yourself? 
to I have. Okay. <laughs> how how fun is that? First off, before you answer. What got you in a comedy? <laughs> you know, it's really funny. I Google myself every once in a while, especially when I like submit for projects because uh-huh. I want to see what other people will see as the first entries or like what's on top. Because mm-hmm. um, it's helpful to know, like, for example, if I'm submitting to a comedy festival, I want to make sure some of the stuff that's coming up is comedy based or I'll change my website to like the comedy videos are top of the line when you log on versus like the sketch or the other stuff. Um, but it is funny, like, some videos that I didn't even know were online that I did. I spoke to someone randomly in my hometown in like a man on the street type thing in like 2001 is somehow popping up on this Google search. And I was like, no, take that down. Like, let's not, not going I say anything bad, but I'm just like, you know, it's not like I used to have straight hair. I'm like, this is not who I am anymore. Like, why is this coming up? But it's kind of fun to Google yourself. Yeah, um, I have the name of a murderer. Wait a minute! Oh no! Wait, wait a minute! Yeah, that almost uh, I almost didn't get a job because of that. They, uh, wow. I was it was tough sledding. Um, there's a couple other people. What I did one time was I changed all my profile pictures with everyone whose name was Kelvin Frierson to match <laughs> their profile picture. So I just took a, a picture if he had on a hat and he was a San Francisco fan. I put on a hat had a San Francisco hat and a shirt and then I would add them. So that's amazing. Good times, fun stuff. Good times, fun stuff. They're all like, someone's trying to steal my identity. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, man, come on, man. So, so the road to comedy, mm-hmm. how did that begin? You know, I never really, I'd never really gone to a comedy, like a stand up comedy show or club until I was actually doing stand up. So mm-hmm. my first intro into comedy was really watching Saturday Night Live with okay. my family when I was younger. So, you know, that's very different than stand-up, although there's stand-ups who are in it. Um, but I never really thought about perf- being a performer. In my, 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 both my parents have their PhD, their academics. Okay. Um, so it wasn't really something in my world. I was an athlete. I played soccer. And so that was sort of the path I was on. And then it wasn't until I was in university and I found out as an elective you could take like drama. And I was like, what? Nobody's ever talked about this in my life. And then I tried to take it and got kicked out of the class because I had to miss the first day of school because of our preseason soccer tournament. And they were like, we have like a, if you don't come, you get kicked out thing. And I was like, screw performers. I'm like, yeah, you suck. You know? And then, you know, fast forward to way later in my life, I had lived in Korea. I played in a men's league. I represented Korea in the Gaelic Asian games. It was this whole, like that, that was my life. And I was just like, nah, I don't want to do this anymore. So I moved, like traveled and then moved back home to my parents' place to try and figure out what I wanted to do and tried a bunch of different things. And then I got into hosting, I hosted an online lifestyle channel. And then through my acting classes that I started, um, I had an opportunity just to try stand-up. And I was not like, oh, I want to do stand-up. I was like, ooh, this is something that's going to push me outside my comfort zone. And I think that's important because I really need to expand myself and try new things. So even when I did stand up for the first time, I had no intention of doing stand up or being a stand up comedian. It was just like a ooh, like a roller coaster ride for like personal development. Okay. And then it went well, and someone's like, "Oh, you should come do my show next week." And then I did that, and they're like, "You should do this in like a month." And I kind of picked up things here and there. And then someone else was like, "Oh, I know you're that stand up comedian I saw," and I was like, "What?" 
me? We're talking about me? Like I'm the salmon? <laughs> and like I basically just stumbled into it. It started like taking over, and I started loving it. So yeah, I like got into it backwards. I kind of feel. I got you. Well, I discovered you. Uh, oh, no. Well, I didn't discover you. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It finally it's happened. Right. I've been discovered. <laughs> <laughs> I ran across your your comedy um, during the pandemic. I uh, was literally, when I tell you I was at a low, <laughs> I was in a real dark spot. And um, I'm glad that I have you on because I can tell you thank you. Um, because I was I was just listening to comedians and Mr. T's daughter came up and she had this bit where she was talking about um, men need to step their game up because, you know, the the other community is is doing everything they need to do in order to win me over and you guys are losing and I doze off because another comedian came on another comedian came on and then I hear your voice and you're talking about the poor decisions that you've made in the <laughs> dating world coming up <laughs> and I wake up and I'm I'm kind of I'm chuckling I'm at it and I'm like okay yo she's silly I'm sorry so um yep. <laughs> that goes into another video and every time I, I run across someone that I like I do a deep dive so I, I did the deep dive. Um, all the parts was only available on Pandora at the time. Oh, I it was pre-release. I, I literally did not have Pandora and I had to purchase Pandora because I wanted to hear it. <laughs> I wanted to hear it. Oh my but gosh. I during love it. that time, I got furloughed. Damn. I oh. was in a relationship where like it the rug was pulled out from underneath me. Mm. Um during my furlough. <laughs> Mm. Then I was on this podcast is a continuation of a podcast that I was on with someone who got me interested in the platform. They walked away from the platform and I was just kind of like, okay, so what am I going to do? So it's just me mm. with my thoughts by myself and just trying <laughs> to figure out, you know, what's next is the job going to call me back? Like what's going on? And I was working at a college at the time. And then Aisha alpha pops up and <laughs> I'm watching I'm like, okay, that's funny. I see another video. That's funny. I see a commercial then pop up on YouTube about where to find your standup. I'm watching the standup and I'm like just legit laughing. That was the first time that I was legit laughing in gotta Aww. be weeks at that at that moment. All jokes aside, not not brown nosing and and buttering <laughs> like And from there it was Okay, if I'm going on a road trip with my friends, once I got my job back, it was, hey, you guys need to check this out. Oh and my gosh, I love like, you. So <laughs> it it kind of, it, it just blew up from there as far as, you know, things. And then I saw, you know, Degrassi and then I was like, oh, okay, cool. Then your TED Talk popped up. And I'm like, <laughs> a comedian doing a TED Talk. Let's see how this goes. And you were touching on fear. Um, and, for a lack fear, of better words, fear, keeping mm -hmm. people not moving forward or, you know, those kind of explanations as it pertains to it. And if you guys get an opportunity, check out the TED Talk. It's what, 12 minutes? I want to yeah, say. It's not long. Yeah, not I long can't at even all. Remember. But it's <laughs> extremely informative. Um, it it Thanks. it pushes your your thought bubbles as well. And it kind of makes you self-assess. What 
presented the opportunity for you to, to do TED Talk. I bet you, I bet you, you don't want none. Look out. You know you're messing with the wrong ones. Now watch out. Keep talking, I'ma give you some. Just keep running and running and running.